Welcome to Tame Your Talent. My name is Brad Jay, and I am your host of Tame Your Talent, a 20-some-odd-year veteran of action sports announcing as well as NBA experience, Major League Baseball, uh, five different Olympic Games and what have you as a professional announcer. And I'm your host here of Tame Your Talent. This one is for your Thursday, the uh, 13th day of January. Wow, here we go. 13 days into the month, and uh, my schedule... You hear me talking about yesterday on the show, I was talking about my schedule, and uh, it's uh, heating up because I leave exactly Wednesday next week, 5.15 in the morning to head out to Aspen X Games, so it is going to be a trip out there. Looking forward to that. Uh, I haven't been out to Winter X Games in a few years now because of COVID, so the first time my return back to Aspen Snow, and uh, pretty pumped on that. 5.15 is my flight out of Santa Barbara. That flight takes me straight to Denver and then a quick little hopper from Denver to Aspen. And bada boom, I'm there. And then I come back on the 24th of January and uh, I am flying straight out to Beijing. I think probably by the 27th, the 28th of this month. So basically two weeks from today, I should be boarding a plane for Beijing. So I'll talk all about that. As a reminder to let you know, I do have a radio show, Classic Rock, and that's what's on tap. And I do that show Monday through Friday. It's on the radio in Santa Barbara, but you can get it at ktyd.com, ktyd.com. I'm on 7 to midnight on West Coast time. And all you do is go to ktyd.com, click Listen Live. And if you do it at 7 p.m. to midnight, West Coast time, you got Brad J. There you go. Spinning that quality rock and roll. Dropping uh, Brad J. Premium Cuts, Mandatory Zeppelin. A lot of good stuff right there. KTYD.com, 7 to midnight, West Coast. And if you're in Santa Barbara, Ventura, you can tune in at uh, 99.9 on your FM dial. That's my radio voice right there. Okay. Well, talking about uh, X Games coming up next week, and then I got the Olympics after that. Exclusive behind-the-scenes footage and all that stuff I'm going to be doing will continue on. Actually, I posted a video yesterday on the YouTube page. Subscribe, Tame Your Talent on YouTube. I uh, put up a, a throwback writer intro. Okay, what is that, you may ask? Okay, so back when I started working for the Dew Tour, which was uh, back then we had five summer stops and three winter stops, and it had you know freestyle motocross, skateboarding, BMX, and the, and the summer th- summer side of things, and then the winter uh, had snowboarding and skiing. Okay, so that was a deal, do tour. And so I found this little nugget going through some videos of me doing athlete intros, which is pretty cool because that's kind of my bread and butter. I've done that to where I've been sought after to do that during events where I'm coming in in the number one spot. That guy, right? You have to go to my YouTube page and check it out. Okay, it's it's pretty good. It's a rider throwback, so I'm introducing uh, freestyle motocross riders uh, at an event and uh, at, uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah is where it was at in 2007. And it just shows you how you get the voice all gruff. And the sad part is, is the introductions that I'm doing, there's, there's a guy in there, uh, Jeremy Lusk, who's no longer with us, who was such a legend in freestyle motocross. Um, definitely uh, I miss that guy. And uh, I introduced him in that one because he was obviously still around back then. But uh, that kind of like tugged at the old heartstrings. But check it out. It's a it's the Dew Tour Rider throwback uh, introductions. 
It's on my announcer flashback uh, page, uh, Tame Your Talent. So Tame Your Talent on YouTube. Subscribe and you can get that. Got another video I'm going to put out I got, uh, probably in the next day or two. Uh, behind the scenes from what I just did out there in Mammoth naming of the Olympic team. So uh, pretty pretty pumped on that too as well. So that's what's going on. Subscribe on YouTube. Tame Your Talent just like the podcast. <clears throat> All right. Well, with... Um, Beijing right around the corner I started thinking about my time in China because I've spent a lot of time doing events there in fact when I first started doing events in uh in China it was in Shanghai and we were doing X Games Asia back in the day so we would do uh free we do some freestyle motocross we do skateboarding BMX and inline is still pretty big over there in the Asian countries so we also had inline competitions as well so rollerblading uh, over there too and we did that for a bunch of years and then x x games kind of pulled back from that and then it turned into the kia extreme games they were kind of on their own and then we went there and, and did those as well and it was it was pretty fun because being in shanghai we were in a, a college area fudan university area and we were all hanging out there and it's like all the pros and all the people who worked and the announcers all kind of stayed in the same lodging area so we were all kind of staying at a crown plaza hotel so it became such a kind of a hangout. So you're hanging out with the pros. Like you get off uh, off work and it's all done and, and you have no more competitions. People would just go get beer and the hotel lobby would turn into just a huge party with just uh, action sports stars and announcers and DJs. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. So we got together doing events back then uh, in X Game Nation and just really enjoyed my time over there. So that's why with things going on now, it's hard to even imagine what to think now. I haven't been to... Uh, China in probably about maybe six years I think it's been since there I was there Now I was in Tokyo I was in Asia in Tokyo last year for the Olympics but I have not been to China in a long time so getting ready to go to Beijing made me think about the time that I was there and one of the things I, I remember like <laughs> okay so I decided that I was going to take a walk downtown I was staying in Shanghai we were not at the Crown Plaza. We were at uh, Howard Johnson's, I think was the hotel, which is, a, I mean, in, in China, it's a nice hotel, okay? Not that it's not in the U.S., but you know what I'm saying. So, okay, so I go for a walk, and I'm by myself, and I got a pretty good-sized goatee, right? And I'm, you know, six foot tall with a goatee, you know? I look, you know, kind of trippy. for In China, I definitely look trippy. And I'm walking down the street and I'm going through crosswalks and people are freaking stopping and just staring at me and just rotating their head and watching where I'm going and looking at me in awe. Like, what is this thing? What kind of person is like this? Look how tall he is. Look at that thing on his chin. What is that? It was the weirdest thing ever being stared at. Like, I didn't even know what to do. And it wasn't just like one person. It was like, it was the the place we were staying was a very local part, so I was definitely the only uh, American dude walking around that day out there. But man, I never been looked at so hard. I was just kind of tripping on the whole thing. <laughs> All right, so uh, looking forward to going back. Um, plane tickets are not bought yet. Supposed to be going in about two week, uh, two weeks. And you do a health app. You you fall. I mean, I mean the the protocol alone. For all the events I've been doing this year is like insane. There is so much protocol, so much testing going on, 
So much paperwork, so much daily check-ins, you know, temperature checks, all that stuff goes on. So there's a lot of protocol that goes on. And just to be able to wrap your head around it is very tricky. So don't have my flights yet. It's supposed to go in about uh, approximately two weeks from today is when I should be uh, going out there to Beijing. So we'll find out. Getting ready for it. But it also brought me back yesterday when I brought, I started talking about some of my Olympic, my Olympic memories. And, you know, this is going into my sixth Olympics in, in Beijing here. I like, go back to my first Olympics in 2002. The job was completely different. I've talked about it in prior uh, uh, podcasts where I was hired as the lead music director for the Salt Lake Olympics in 2002. So as a lead music director, you create this massive music library and then you duplicate it so all the DJs have it. You also hire all the DJs for all the venue venues. And then you work with the venue directors and the venue producers with providing them music or special needs that they might need for music and stuff during their competition. So you do all that. And that was the job, lead music director. So I, I flew in. I talked about the story. I flew in, baller status, a, uh, a round-trip flight to Salt Lake and back to Santa Barbara all in one day after the interview. Never have I done something as cool as that since then. So big thanks to Chris, Christy Nicolay on that one. <laughs> Got hired for the job and, uh, you know, had to relocate. Basically, for almost an entire year, had to relocate from California to Salt Lake. And that's a big difference when you're used to growing up in Southern California and all of a sudden you're living in Utah. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it's a big difference, okay? Get me on that one. So that happened. And as soon as we started working with the games, it became, uh, the knowledge came to me where someone had said, uh, the higher ups had said, hey, listen, uh, they are going to do random drug testing on all, you know, employees uh, for the event production. And that, and that includes DJs, you know, producers, directors, what have you. That's everybody, announcers, the whole nine yards. So we're kind of tripping. I'm tripping at that point, not knowing, you know, I'm, I just hired at this point. I've already, I already hired, a, I don't know what it was, 12 DJs. I think I've hired, you know, and, and I'm not trying to stereotype DJs. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Okay. <laughs> but if you're told, if you're a boss of 12 DJs and somebody comes to you and says, like the, your boss says, the DJs have a chance of being drug tested. Do you tell your DJs that? Of course you do. You do not not disclose that information. And you let them make decisions on their own. I mean, if so, it's a random testing situation, that's what it is. And so I, as the boss of this entire crew, had to uh, notify each DJ and let them know that there's a possibility of random drug testing when they're at the Olympics. And not saying that they, they're out there just getting high behind the dumpster. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you better, you know, be up front and tell them that. And I think that all my DJs appreciated that in the long run, me letting them know that information. And then, and nothing happened. There was no testing for DJs. You know, can you imagine that? I don't think that would have been a good idea. So that, but that reminded me of that issue back then. You know, what's crazy is, is even Red Bull had found out, uh, somebody at Red Bull found out that, that uh, I was a music director in charge of hiring DJs. And all of a sudden I get this shipment to my house of Red Bulls. That's like, I don't know what it was, maybe <clears throat> 20 cases of Red Bull. 
and they're just the person who, who sent him to the house like hey it's okay you know don't worry about them just you know some you know just give them out to your djs here and there so kind of funny but you couldn't really get red bulls in because you, you're not allowed to really when you go into a venue there's certain security protocol that you have to go through at the olympics and and coming in there with your own beverages in sealed containers still uh, water you can get yeah they'll get away with that one so uh, that's that's how that goes so here we go things are definitely hitting up so uh, next wednesday i'll be taking off uh and i'll do all my shows all my podcasts for the rest of uh well tomorrow still from my house and then uh, early next week from my house and then i'll be doing it uh, the rest from uh midweek i'll be in aspen buttermilk mountain the location and i'll be doing all the podcasts from there for that week and then when i come back I should be going to Beijing right after that. I'll keep you updated on all that good stuff because it's all coming faster than I think. I look at the calendar. I go, whoa, two weeks? And you're supposed to board a plane to Beijing and you're still supposed to do X Games? Man, there's a lot going on. But uh, I'll keep you posted on all that. Hey, don't forget, though, I do have my radio show. If you like classic rock, you'll love it, man. Trust me on that. Brad J. Premium Cuts, Mandatory Zeppelin, You Got the Stones, Dylan, all that and more. Tune in 7 to midnight. Monday through Friday, ktyd.com. That's ktyd.com, uh, 7 to midnight on the West Coast. And you can tune in and rock out with me, Classic Rock on K-Tide. If you are in the Santa Barbara, Ventura area, you can get that show uh, right there on the FM dial at 99.9. That is going to do it. Subscribe to my YouTube page, Tame Your Talent. Just posted another video, a throwback rider intro. So if you are aspiring to be an announcer, go in there and check this uh, rider intro out. How to do those rider intros and be gruff without losing your voice. You can watch me do that. There you go. Uh, and that's on the YouTube page. Subscribe, Tame Your Talent on YouTube. That's Brad. This is Brad J. No, you're, yeah, I'm Brad J. And I'll be back with you tomorrow for another podcast. Thanks for joining me. See ya.